Hey folks, Larry from Achieving Reality, the podcast. Have you been trying to figure out what subscription box to sign up for? If you're a movie buff, then I've got what you need, baby. Horror Pack. For just $19.99 each month, you'll get three DVDs and an exclusive. Or you can spend $24.99 and snag three Blu-rays and an exclusive each month. Just go to horrorpack.com and pick your plan. Now, you've been told what to do, so go do it. Horrorpack.com Damn it! Oh, please don't do that, man. Ooh. Talk to Larry. Larry, don't do that. Okay? Yeah, Larry, don't do that. He ain't even done anything yet. He's being chastised. Hey, everybody. It's time for another Achievement Rally, the podcast. Yes, 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 I know. But this week, we talk about Marissa, in parentheses, and my trip to Memphis, along with uh, Dave Sheets and his beautiful bride, June Sheets. Uh, we went there for our 25th wedding anniversary, which was actually August 17th. Uh, that's right. I've been married a really long time. Yes, that's right. Somebody's put up with me that long. All right. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Achievement Rally, the podcast. We will see you at the end. Take care now. Bye-bye then. Hey, Chris. Hey, Larry. Hey, Marissa. Hey, Larry. Hey, she's here. Hey, Chris. Yeah, I am. I'll see you later. See you later. Bye. <laughs> see ya. I'm out. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Sweet. All right. I'll just go back to watching TV. Okay. Now you got to finish the podcast. It'll pick up me watching TV. Mm. Hey, me, what do I got today? Hey, Larry, what have I got today? Well, I'm going to learn something new today. I'm just going to read some shit off the internet, but I won't read it out loud. So enjoy <laughs> the silence. That's stupid. Damn pop up. Pictures of a guy with his hand down the toilet. <laughs> the new listeners are confused. Yes. We're back. We are? Well, Marissa and I are. Yes, we're back. We never left. We went out of town. Remember we did the thing last week? You did the thing last week. I went out of town. No, no. We had the whole thing where we reviewed the thing and then we did WikiHow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Because we haven't mentioned that these are recorded at all. Ever. Never. No. Mm-mm. People know they're recorded. I, they wouldn't I, be able to hear them. Exactly. Well, no, they could be live. Of course, sitting around the table waiting for somebody to click play. Oh, hey, Larry. <laughs> oh, music, music, music. <laughs> these guys are good. Well, that was pretty good. I mean, they're not really good, but they put it together well. It's all right. You know what? I don't even want to know why I'm listening. For, for live. You know? So, on the, on the man podcast. Yeah. So, uh, Marissa bing, and I... Bing, bing, bing. light on the middle of the table. Lights up. <laughs> oh, what you got for me, Larry? <laughs> I don't know. I'm out of stuff. Hold on, hold on. I'm trying to bring things up. Every episode's a different one. But with the same jokes. Oop. Well, go on. So, we, we went out of town last week, right? Yes, Marissa and I uh, went out of town with Dave and June last week. Huh? Oh, yeah, I'm making hot water for anybody who can actually hear that. And uh, we went to Memphis. And, uh, I mean, the time we had there was great. Got to see Graceland for the first and only time. First and only time? Yeah, I don't, I'm not planning on going back. We went Sun, to, Sun Records? We saw Sun Records. We did that the first night while we were waiting for our hotel, but that's a whole other 
story that'll be coming up in a minute. And, Stay tuned, folks. And uh, we went and saw Stax Records, which is basically the home of Tennessee Soul. Mm-hmm. So Otis Redding and Isaac Hayes and a whole bunch of people were there. Sam Cooke. Sam Cooke. It was super, super cool. Yeah. Because I didn't even know it existed. And then we were just kind of, what are we going to do today? You know, Stacks Record exists or the facility exists? I didn't know the facility existed. Uh, yeah. I knew Stacks Records had existed, but it, it's that em- they tore the building down. A lot of it sat empty for 10 years before they put up a marker. Then they finally put up a marker. People were like, oh, yeah, you know, we should get on. And then the whole community got together and built this. Ordered a building from Home Depot. Yeah, no. That would have been awesome. They, uh, they, they built this place to look like it used to. And they built a school. There's a school attached. <laughs> and they're all standing around going like, why don't we tear this down in the first place? Because it was dilapidated and falling down. Yeah. She's going to rebuild it. So yeah, it was really cool. They had uh, Isaac Hayes' uh, Cadillac there. It was on a turntable spinning around. The hell of a turntable. It was. It was pretty cool. Like 78. Yeah, no. So that, that was really, really interesting. Uh, I learned a lot that I didn't know. And then, of course, Sun Records was great. Mm-hmm. I mean... Sun Records, for God's sakes. Talking about Sam Phillips and everything and how they got started in the in the uh, radio station that was uh, about three, two, three, four blocks away where the radio first played Elvis ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, his first album ever. It's all really good. And Graceland was just wild. Lots of sequins. Pictures of it do not do the Jungle Room justice at all. Anybody just walking around videotaping it to put it up. No, no, nothing. No justice at all. And it's funny is they got all these signs saying no video or photos on the grounds or in the place. And then you get there and like, you can take all the photos and video that you want. I'm like, then why do you have all these fucking signs up? Because they've been there since the 70s. No, these are new. And it's only been open since the 80s. So oh, the sign's been there since the 70s. No. But the property was really cool. The racquetball court was very interesting. He had that built in the 70s. And he actually played a game of racquetball before going inside and dying on the toilet. But, uh, yeah, it was all really... Racquetball's bad for your health. What's that? Racquetball's bad for your health? Yeah, so nobody exercised anymore. Um, a very modern frame of mind here. Yeah, but it, it was all so cool. And Rendezvous, the barbecue joint there, we went there before we went to a Redbirds game, which is the uh, AAA St. Louis Cardinals. That was a lot of fun. We were playing the Charlotte Guardians. Charlotte Knights. Knights. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know who they're the AAA team for. That game was pretty good, actually. That was 11, fun. Uh, the final score was 11-1. Yeah, we sat down and they they scored five runs. We showed up at the bottom of the third and we we sat down and they just started dink, 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 dink. Just runs coming in. Lady behind us like, oh, y'all need to show up every game. Crap. Did it just die on you? This is not recording. Hold on. No? We'll be back right after these messages. All right, technical difficulties. You were saying? Oh, so, um, we had gone to rendezvous and, uh, it lives up to its, quote, world-famous barbecue. barbecue moniker because, holy shit, was that good. We got a rack of ribs that you split between two, so each one of us gets about six, seven bones. We had about five of those. We had that. 
and they give you a thing of baked beans, uh, which are phenomenal, and coleslaw, which is amazing. It's mustard and vinegar and some other stuff, and it's probably the best coleslaw I've had in a while. Coleslaw some slaw. Yeah, it had some slaw and some coal in it. And the guy who was waiting our table was named Shorty, though he was tall. Uh, I guess that's called irony. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the first day, before we went to Sun Studios, we went to Dyer's, which is where they do the 100-year-old grease. And I thought you went to Sun the first time. Yeah, we did. We did Dyer's for lunch. For lunch. And then we and went, then we then went from there, we walked to Sun, which was about a mile away. And did Sun Studios. We were literally the last group to be able to go on that the specific tour. tour. We walked in. They're like, how many? Four. Oh, okay. We can put you in this tour. And then the person who walked in, literally 30 seconds after I got done paying, oh, yeah, it'll be an hour and a half. I went, damn. And June looks at me. She goes, wow, talk about being on time. I went, I know. There's a great barbecue joint down the road. Yeah, No, no, that's actually about a, a mile and a couple of tents because yeah, that was over that was by the hotel. The, uh, yeah, that's, that was on the True. But then again, 200 miles is down the road. And Phoenix is down the road. Yeah. It depends on what road you're on. Yeah, that's true. Which, that's a whole story in itself. So we you went... to Phoenix? No. We went... Pick, well, we were going to Vegas but we got lost. We went and picked them up. Took a wrong turn in Albuquerque. Sure. Uh, and uh, they took us back roads the whole way she to Memphis. Memphis. So we did a lot. So we more. got to see a lot of soybeans and cotton <laughs> and corn. Yay! Yes. And horses and cows and all, all that all like that a buffet stuff. Yeah, except you couldn't eat any of it. And uh, well, no, it's raw. It's that new thing. No, uh, ultra raw. No, <laughs> jeez. And uh, it's not farm to table. It's get out of your car and grab it and eat it in the field. <laughs> it's farm to car seat. And but that, that was, I mean, it was a nice drive. Because it was something different, but yeah, we took interstates back. Yeah, we well, we stopped a few places. I feel like we stopped more going to Memphis than we did coming home. Yeah, because we had we because it was earlier in the morning and yeah, and you're all excited about going and going out and being somewhere. And on your way back, it's like let's get home. It was that, and that's one of the reasons you can pay when we get home. And that's one of the three hours away. Why I took interstate home was so we could I could go eighty. Because we were stuck behind. And it's now raining again. Yeah. Got stuck behind a few vehicles. Oh, my God. We got stuck behind some grannies. We got stuck behind a garbage truck. Yay. Uh, log truck. Yeah, the log truck. That was fun. So. Oh, yeah. People don't like getting stuck behind log trucks anymore. No, not since. Uh, not since Final Destination yeah. 2. Well, yeah. So, we got there at about their time, one thirty, two o'clock. Our time, 9.50. No, we're just, we're just an hour So, us. yeah, we got there about 1.30, 2 o'clock. And we go in, looking to check in. We see all these people leaving. There's a lot of pilots and whatnot that stay there, apparently. So we walk in. We see them all leaving. What's good in case you're after making an emergency landing? Yeah, yes, yeah. We're like, oh, I'm thinking in my head, oh, good. We can check in, go up to our rooms, relax for half an hour, and then get out there. Nope. We get there and those three o'clock check in. Nope, those fuckers wouldn't allow us to check in until four. Four, four o'clock, yeah. Well, it's four o'clock our time. <laughs> no, four o'clock their time. Five four o'clock, o'clock our time. Yeah. So, I'm like, fucking seriously. I was like, I spent thirteen years on the as a traveling salesman, and I've never 
had a place tell me you can't check in until four o'clock. If I arrived there, unless it was like 11 in the morning, there's always a couple of rooms, always, especially in, in a hotel like that. So Dave had checked in two days prior because he could, I guess. He went through his Hilton Honors stuff. And if I had remembered my number, I could have done it too, but I don't. I threw away my card 15 years ago. I believe it was four. <laughs> no, it's like a 14 number thing, like a credit card number. So I was just like, eh, fuck it. And we said, can you hold our stuff? And they, we put it on a trolley and they put it in the back. And then we went to Dyer's and did all that. And they poked through it. Hey, if they wanted to, that's, that's their prerogative. I mean, they could have had some popcorn. I had popcorn. So we go to Dyer's and we go to Sun Records and we look at our clocks. And we're like, oh, okay. So we start walking back. We get back. It's five. Mm-hmm. We go to check in. Now, before I we had left, I had said, look, they're on the 10th floor. We want to be near them, mm-hmm. you know, within a room or two. Is that possible? Oh, yeah, not a problem. We'll do that. I think it's three. Yeah, room on three. No, no. We get back, and there's a big fat schlub sitting at the register. Doesn't give a fuck about anybody in front of him. Just wants to chat to his friends and on and pick up the phone and answer questions. I'm standing in front of him like I'm sitting across from you. And he doesn't say, hi, how you doing? Uh, what can I help you with? No. He picks up the phone and answers a question. Hangs up, looks at me, phone rings again, picks it up, answers questions. We notice there's... Three register, but one's only one says sorry closed. The other lady is over in the sundries shop, chatting with the third person who I guess is on break or something. So she doesn't give a fuck. The person that's in the sundries shop, of course, doesn't care. And the guy standing sitting directly in front of me is basically ignoring me. He hangs up again, and I'm looking dead in the face. I like I'd like to check in. I like a room on 10. Oh, it's not cleaned. It's 5 o'clock in the fucking afternoon. Checkout's at 11 in the morning. How are they not cleaned? Well, maybe their cleaning staff is as diligent as their desk staff. Well, I find out the next day that that's the truth. I'm like, fine, whatever. Give me as high a room as you can. So they put us on 8. <laughs> Man. They put us on 8. We're in 822. It's actually a pretty good room. If you're uh, ever there. Yeah. And I will say the room... Very nice. Mm-hmm. The room is very, very nice. The only problems I had with the room is there was no remote for the television. The sink was cracked. That's a problem. And there's a little shelf in the shower that was also cracked. And you could see the, the mold that was in it. And the same with the sink. Uh, oh, and the hallways were like 80, yeah, 90 really degrees. Warm, yeah. It was like 100 degrees out. The hallways like 90. But then you get in your room, and it's 72, and you're like, oh, God, thank God. Well, it's like depressurizing. You know, you come in from outside, and they cool you off a little bit, and then they cool you off a little bit more when you get into your room. Yeah, no, you, you came in from outside. You come in from outside, and you go straight into that 60-degree room. It's like, you'll die. Uh, well, I'm fine. I'd rather die cold than die hot on the way to the room. It's dropped over dead. Yeah. So there was that. And it warms you up gradually as you go out. No, you stepped out your room and it was instant blast of heat, and you're just like, "Oh, it's so hot." Go back inside. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. Oh, we gotta go to Graceland. No, no, Bring Graceland here. So virtual yeah. tour. Yeah, I'll just look at it on TV. So that that was the biggest thing. Then the next morning, we I, I step out to go down to breakfast. 
meet Dave and June downstairs. Uh, the bar restaurant is actually pretty good. The food there is pretty decent. Um, I come out of a room and I hear the two maids that are on our floor, one on our side, one on the bar side, screaming and hollering, not at each other, into their, I mean, they could be each other, they could have been talking to each other, but in their iPod, or their AirPods, so when they're on their phones, arguing with someone, cussing up a storm, and this is, now, you have to realize, the next morning, we had to be at Graceland at 9 o'clock, so that we could be ready for the 9.30 run. So, and we ended up getting to Graceland. Like Elvis ever got up at 9.30? No, he was probably going to bed right about then. So we got to Graceland about 8.45, and we walked around the museum shop. Then they're like, okay, well, it's, you know, we need to go line up. It's time to get ready to go get on the bus to go literally across the fucking street to Graceland. Not let's build a walking bridge and then just have groups of people gather and then walk across the street over the top of the thing. No! Get in a bus, smelled like weed, drive across the street, get out of the bus, do your tour, which was a great tour, though I could have done without the iPad. And then get back into another weed-smelling bus to go back across the street, then do the whole museum. The museum is massive. Massive. I'm like, I can't believe they made us get on a fucking bus to go across the goddamn street. It's like, you build a bridge, done. You don't have to upkeep the buses. You don't have to pay for gas. You don't have to do emissions if they have that here. You don't have to pay taxes on the buses. You build it, done. And then you just keep it in small groups to walk over. And if someone can't, then you can take them over in a bus. Well, maybe they don't have the money for it. That's why they no. They if they they had like eight buses. Oh. They bought them in bulk. Sure, yeah. Well, then they could have bought the stairs to go over the street in bulk. So, but yeah, Graceland was great. So, so the, these two maids are just screaming over their phones. Went, oh, and Dave didn't get the tenth floor either. They were put on the seventh floor, same room, just on the seventh. Yeah, we did that, but they're solid concrete. It didn't really matter. I go, did you hear us? And he's like, no. I was like, oh, damn. They had to get a bit of string and just tap on our window. Yeah. So, like I said, the room was really nice, uh, and everything that we did in Memphis was nice, but the bums there are very aggressive. Oh, yeah. The urban outdoors man. No, the bums. I don't, I, I don't believe in PC. PC is what's ruining this nation. Yeah, the bums are, they're aggressive. And it's like, give me a dollar. It's like, Jesus Christ. You know, it doesn't take much to be nice. <laughs> and they said that to me, actually. And as we were walking over, it does for me. And then we went on and did whatever the hell we were doing. Yeah. But, uh. Well, I have to say that Graceland, to me, was was pretty amazing in the sense that. Yeah, it's know, not a mansion in today's standards. It's right. an average home in it's today's average standards. Home, yeah. But, you have to, you have I mean, to think you know, it's a mech mansion. No, it's not even that. No, I mean you have to think like when he when he. It was a five I mean, and four, so with a basement. Right, because I mean you have to think about this. When he's growing up, he's in a shack basically. Shotgun shack. It's in in Tupelo, about Mississippi. About as long as this. It's, it's not a big mm-hmm. big home. So you go from that to Graceland, and people think, "Oh my gosh, it's." Like Which a, he did not build. A mansion. He didn't. It build. was there he first. Was already he there. bought it from whoever owned it. Yeah, before. he owned it. Owned it. That. They called it. Yeah, her name was Grace. It was Grace actually. So, and so, so they called it. No, her, one of their mothers was Grace. Yeah, they, they called well, it Graceland, yeah. and he mm-hmm. just kept the name. Exactly. So I mean, four it, acres. I mean, you have to think about it had that. Horses. Had horses. 
a pool that needs to be cleaned. It had a racquetball. Well, by the time he gets back, it'll be clean. Well, no. Lisa Marie and Priscilla still go there. They still live there. That's why you're not allowed upstairs. You're not allowed upstairs. That's fine. So they could get it cleaned. They're not using that thing. What, the grandkids don't use it? Yeah, I think they might have used it at some point. I think they probably cleaned it when they were there. I mean, it was a week before they were there. Uh, it was the 45th. Priscilla Presley actually did a couple of tours. Right. Hmm. And, she and took was, people through the house. And I guess I it was that's also wild. the 45th anniversary of his death. Yeah, and 40th so, year that Graceland's been open. Better, yeah. But I mean, you, you know, think just about... just kept asking her about the naked gun. <laughs> yeah, everywhere she walked. What's nice that? beaver! What's Leslie Nielsen like? Dead! Yeah. Good answer. But no, I mean, the acreage for the horses, I mean, it was, like I said, I, for me, I feel like I could see why it was his sanctuary. I know everywhere else was very flashy, very glamorous, very, I mean, I mean everything I mean, was just so avant-garde. But I mean, you think about the house. It's pretty avant-garde on the it inside. It was, but you got to think about it. The fact it's that his he avant-garde. Had, it, was, it was his, and he also felt like this was like, that was her home. and they. It's only a short bus ride to the museum, too, so. Yeah. Slap. I thought it was pretty interesting. I mean, again, I'm, I was not disappointed about the house. No. You know, I the city was... of Memphis is an absolute shithole. Everywhere you go. Beale, no offense. Beale, no, plenty of offense. Hey, guys, stop spending taxes on useless shit and fix your state. Yeah, exactly. Or your city. Beale Street. Beale Street is, I mean, Nashville, Broadway has seen some hard times due to COVID and all of that. And you can tell. This place was in a, has been in a downward spiral for more than 50 years, and they haven't even attempted to clean it up. Oh, and on Friday nights, you have to pay a uh, cover, a cover to, charge to even to get, get on, on Beale, Beale Street. Street. Ten bucks. And then you can you get a wristband, you can go into all the bars and everything without having to pay their cover. Oh, it's like tip sharing. Kind of. Cover sharing. Yeah. Oh, and there's five insomnia cookies here in Atlanta. Oh, I didn't know that it had that. Here. I didn't either. But there's one up in Kennesaw. And who's there? So they had insomnia cookies, and they basically they just heat up a cookie, but they're damn good. Yeah, they are. And you, you can put ice cream <laughs> they on just it and stuff. Heat up a cookie? Well, they, they probably make them ahead of time, and then when you're there, they just heat them up because they give them to you hot. But mm. oh, I had a <laughs> I had a vegan double chocolate chunk cookie that was out of this world, and a birthday cake cookie it was also vegan. Marissa had white macadamia nut and didn't you do a regular chocolate chip or uh, I think I did the, the chocolate chip but I was trying to do at the very end like the, la- she the did last the chocolate day chip with the, the ice cream with the ice cream I was trying to get the moose tracks but they didn't have it well so they had it it just wasn't in their it system wasn't in their system yeah, she did the chocolate chip cookie and the pot brownie yeah yeah no uh, Dave and June did the brownies yeah they did the brownies actually all the food there was really great. Everybody that was waiting on us, except for one person, oh my was uh, super, super, super nice. Yeah, the wait staff. See, even at Dyer's. It, it well, that guy was the first one we dealt with. He was crazy nice. He opened the door for us. He sat us down. I'll be your waiter. What can I get you to drink? You know, and then I even asked a question. I said, what are you known for? And he and says, that's what he, well, our my luscious personality. Our you know, the hamburgers. Okay, well, I didn't know if there was a specific hamburger that, you know, was... Yeah, so they all got good. singles with cheese. I got a double without, but they put cheese on it, so I didn't care. And then the fries, <laughs> the fries were darker in color. Because than, the oil because is 100 oil. years old. But it still was really yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, super the taste flavorful. of the hamburger and the fries were just so, so they delicious. taste like something. Oh, my God. No, they tasted like French fries. Yeah, they did, They actually. didn't taste gross. I mean, mm-hmm. they filter it every night. And they add new when they have to, but it's it's 
you know, like making a sourdough. Mm-hmm. So it's probably, none of it's probably the original oil anymore, but they've been using the same setup for so long, there might be a couple of molecules of the original oil in there somewhere. Yeah. Well, even Rendezvous, that place had been around for like 40... 80 years. Oh, 80 years, I'm sorry. And so you think, I mean, they're obviously doing something yeah. right. They do a dry rub in Memphis. Mm-hmm. So it's not covered in sauce like we like to do here or in a lot of other places. And I was like, all right, well, let's see what it tastes like. And it was amazing. And I was like, yep, I don't need sauce. But I tried their sauces, and their sauces are great. But it was, so, yeah, they, yeah, it was it just was definitely really a good, yep. definitely just a good time. clean up the city, I mean, ship a, the bums off to Kandahar, and uh, start making it nicer, and you'll have even more people show up. No, the other thing about Memphis that I that I was telling Larry about, I felt like... I think we should ship all of our homeless to Kandahar, by the way. That's my new thing. Okay. Well, Why? I... Because then they'd have somewhere else to be homeless and not here. Well, I will say on, on a positive note about Memphis that I thought was really cool was the fact that... To counteract everything Larry just said, no, I want to say... No, oh, yeah, I, and look, she's getting little taking care of yes, business I got, earrings. I, I, yes, I'm wearing my um, taking care of business earrings. Uh, that that are TCBs on. That, that Larry bought for me. No, but the history in Memphis, to me, was just so amazing. We saw oh, yeah, so many placards and things on... on Oh yeah, they put oh, they put plates, plates in the ground the, in with the ground, a history written with history on it. Written on it Whereas you know usually they put it on the building. Mm-hmm. Now these are a sign. Yeah, or a sign. Well, they have the signs too, but if it's a specific building, they'll put it on the floor in the ground in front of the building, and then they also have whatever on the building. Right, which is which is kind of cool. Really so. cool. We did also see. Uh, what I went into one. It probably actual, also makes those things harder to steal. Yeah. But I went into actual, one actual used record store, but I only had like four minutes to flip through the stuff before they closed. Yeah. Well, the other thing they also did, too, was that we, we were... How was it? And, well, what I saw was pretty good, but I, I didn't find what I was going to look for. So. But there was also a little museum on that uh, record store, too. Well, the sundry shop. Oh, the sundry shop. Yes. Yeah, that was pretty cool. The other thing we did, too, was that we were uh, across the way from the Peabody Hotel. And that's oh yeah, so one of the uh, older. So we went to watch the ducks do their the ducks. their parade. Yeah, that was actually we watched them funny. go back upstairs, and then the next day we went up after they'd done their walk down to see to the, see their see mansion. The, their mansion, oh. yeah, that was kind of funny so. actually. But great view of the city. Yeah, great view. Actually. And we saw the pyramid, the which pyramid. is now the world's largest Bass Pro, Bass Shop. Pro Shops. Oh my gosh! And it even has oh, a hotel it, in there too. Yeah, there's a hotel in there. Oh, was, you can stay at the Bass Pro Shop? Yes. Yes, you can, actually. And you can either look out or you can look in at the Bass Pro Shops. Right. Those are your So choices. you can have a balcony for Bass Pro Shops or you can just look out the windows. Right. And then what did we find? Oh, so we, I went over there asking the prices of it. Just oh, yeah. So they have a, uh, so, is it called Governor's Suite or yeah, something like Governor's that? Yeah, Suite, yeah. $2,200 a night. Yeah, because I'm paying that for a Bass Pro Shops hotel. Well, I, I told him, I said... Though the rooms did look nice. The, so I asked for just a regular room, and it was like 290 a night, which is not too bad, but still... That's an external room. That's an external room. I think all the hotel prices are way overpriced. Yeah, they're oh, of definitely they are. overpriced, whatever. Especially now, but even now they don't even have the staff to support them. Right. Well, what's even what's interesting, even in this Bass, Bass Pro, I mean... We did see we did see alligators. We saw yeah. all different kinds of fish as yeah, well they had too. Giant catfish. Catfish we saw there. there. Um, the other they thing just is just flop around on the floor. Yeah. 
Yeah. Then we went into Wahlburgers. Oh, yeah, they had a Wahlburgers in there. Yeah. And, and I had hadn't a, eaten yet, so I was like, so he I got to get, get, a, a, I gotta a, get burger. a burger to go. So and they even have um, bowling. Have to go. Yeah. Yeah. Because they had already eaten, and we just walked around the whole place. They had already purchased their stuff, so I just went in to go grab something to go. Where did we go after that? Uh, oh, that's when we went to Stacks. That was the we same day Stacks. we went to Stacks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But they also have a bowling alley. In Wahlburgers. In Wahlburgers. So like they had trouble planning this place. Either that, well, I mean, it's, either that or they when they went in to redesign the place, they're like, what do we do with the bowling alley? I don't know. Bowling alley no, wasn't there. I don't think originally. it was there. It was built for, for Wahlburgers. Well, no, I think it, I think originally, as you said, it was for a sports team. Yes, it was originally built for the Memphis Grizzlies, their NBA team. They didn't like playing there. The place leaks like a sieve for some reason, and it still does. They did concerts and it was there too. it was blinding people. So the Memphis they built another arena right off of Beale Street for the Memphis Grizzlies. They play there still. And it sat empty for 15, 20 years. And they started doing concerts in it. They made it a concert venue. The acoustics were absolute garbage in that place because it's a fucking pyramid. Yeah. And they didn't know what to do with the giant elevators that go to the top of the pyramid so you can go to the lookout. And so, again, it sat empty. And then Bass Pro Shops came along and said, we'll give you X to build the world's largest Bass Pro Shops. And they said, done. And so they went in there, gutted the entire place, and built the Pro Shop. But the elevators were still there. And the elevators were still there because now they charge you like 10 bucks to go up to the the top. And to look out, to go out on on a balcony up there. Yeah. It was crazy, actually. I was like, oh my gosh. 10 bucks, huh? Yeah. Well, we didn't do no, that. we didn't go. I, didn't. I wasn't gonna do that. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, I'd go if it was free. Right, right, right. But it was like two bucks. Yeah, even know? if it was like two or even six dollars, I probably would have done it. Or something like that. Yeah, but, but ten bucks? Yeah. No, fuck it. And there was a line waiting for people. Yeah, big one. To to go to the top, you know, I was like, okay, <sighs> come on, we gotta get up there so we can look out the thing. Oh my gosh! But no, it was definitely. I mean, I know. I feel like. Um, People had mentioned to me, Marissa, you feel like you packed a lot in, like the four days you were there and everything. I was like, well, we did, but I feel like we. But well, we did it at a relaxed pace. Yeah, it was exactly. like if we don't make it, we don't go. So right, exactly. The only thing, the only we thing we really had to make sure we did was, was Graceland because you had to but, order those tickets. But ahead you had of time. to order these tickets in advance. So, you know, I'm we, just happy we didn't go the week before because that was the week of his passing, and that place would have been a mess. Yeah, that would have been a crazy. But that's the thing. We didn't see, I mean, we saw people, but even on a Saturday night, you would have thought that that Beale Street would have been packed. It really wasn't. I mean, yes, well, there were It's there also were the school year and they're charging yeah. to get in. That too. Yeah. yeah. And it's not, I mean, it's not Nashville. I know it's not Nashville. I know that. You know, the Saturday in Nashville is madhouse. Right, right. Saturday yeah, and Beale Street's a bunch of bums screaming at you to give them money and yeah. locals who have nothing else to do. But the Sun Records well, how, was cool. How, you, how the homeless get in there? They're not technically homeless, some of them. They live in a city-run facility just a block or two down the street. Oh, so they're already there. So they're already there. Yeah. So they're just flooding out of that building at night well, to that's, that's pester the people. Actually, true. we had one one guy wanted to show us where Sun Records was. We yeah, like, y'all, no. y'all going that down to that 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 the thing down there, <laughs> Sun Records. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, 
I'll show you where it is. I think oh, we can find okay. out how to Thank walk you. in a straight line. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. You know, but well, that's very shrewd by the local government. Yeah, keep them all on Beale Street. That's where all the tourists are going to be. Well, they're so, they're they're not on Beale Street. They're not on Beale Street. They're, they're, they're just they're above, a block or two off Beale Street, uh, yeah. but it's close enough. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it is close enough. But even even what with Sun Records, like you and Dave were behind the microphone where Elvis, you know, performed. You what know? does that have to do with Beale Street? No, no, but I'm saying just the history of that's what I was talking about initially is that we saw a lot of stuff on Beale Street, but for the most part, no, the bums, unfortunately, they were just real, real aggressive about. Yeah, they make the bums here, here look uh, passive. Yeah, just asking for. Though most of the bums here are just going to sit there with a sign and just look at the floor. Well, we saw that yesterday at the, at the Braves game. No. May I have a dollar? Yeah, exactly. So that's a very quick rundown of our trip to uh, oh, so quick. Memphis. Well, I mean, there was a lot to get in there, and I had to bitch about things. Yeah, oh, but, 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 the, but the Graceland, the museum, we didn't even talk about that. The museum. It, it's, there's, it's, there's 10 million artifacts. Yeah, They're not all there. Most, a lot of them are in storage, but they they rotate them in and out. A lot of them are over at Nick Cage's place. Yeah. I mean, it's just like between... They were over at Neverland Ranch, but, uh, you know, he died too. Oh, my too, gosh. So. No, but between the cars, the motorcycles, the the, uh, the boats. Oh, and the more, jumpsuits. The jumpsuits. The jumpsuits. I was just like... You man. walk in, and the thing is taller than our building. and It's three to four levels, and it's full, all life-size. You know, they're all standing on mannequins. All yeah. these jumpsuits. It's crazy. Behind I mean, glass, I hope. Yes, behind yes, glass. Yes, behind glass. Temperature controlled. The whole nine is oh humidity controlled as well. I think mean, the high heaven. Yeah. So it was pretty crazy. Between that and, and I was the records. sweat and high karate. Oh, did I get that picture? Oh, well, let me just He say. had a bottle of high karate in the karate section of the... No, I'm not lying. I know. I'm saying. That's, he, they he, can't, those suits can't be clean. Because of all the gyms and rhinestones and things around them? Right. right. They can't even be dry cleaned. No. So he just would douse them in high karate and go on about his business. But the thing is, is that, Chris, these yeah. jumpsuits look like they were brand new. Yeah, I mean, they've, they've like, done something. They've had to do something to them because I can't imagine. Well, he only wore them for like a couple hours a night. And he probably only wore them like two, three times. Yeah, I mean, it was just between that. Here, oh, here's I, the placard. That's the most valuable bottle of high karate ever. And it's half full. High karate aftershave and cologne developed by Pfizer in the late 1960s. This aftershave and cologne came with karate and self-defense instructions to help users fend off women. Which we know. We did on the podcast. We've done it over. Eons ago. Yeah. We haven't played the record. Oh my gosh, that is crazy. Yeah, they... It was in there with his karate geese. Yeah, because there was that one part... Where do we put this? Oh my gosh. Oh, we, it's too precious to throw out. Uh, put it with the karate stuff. Oh wow. Well, and then here's something also... even fun. Here's something pretty funny too, because when you before you go and see all his outfits, you see all the people that he, whatever I can't think of the word, influenced, influenced yeah. to wear them. It's Kiss. Kiss, front and center. Yeah, I mean he's the reason why they dressed up like that. Well, they dressed up like that because they were trying to do a kabuki thing. Well, that as well. I, I half wonder if the same guy who made his made theirs. Uh, maybe. Because you know there's only one manufacturer of them. Yeah. Jumpsuits. The other thing, too, is that, I mean, they did have... Def Leppard. With all the different artifacts they had, it was just unbelievable. They even had um, a section of him when he was in the military. Yeah. 
So they, you know, showed like his uniform, Dolly, you know, his bag, his duffel bag, and just how he had to go in and do the actual haircut. The Rock. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, we saw some interesting ones. You had Dolly Parton, you had Blake Shelton, you had Justin Timberlake. You had sounds um, like he they're trying to trade on other people's celebrity. It's like, you know, you guys have Elvis. You don't really need. Well, they were showing who he influenced over the years. Like here's his 1968 comeback special leather outfit with apparently Dave and I in the reflection. Shame you couldn't get the reflection so Dave's head's like right level with the neck of the outfit. That would have been funny, but Dave would have had to been standing on a ladder. So, yeah. there's another suit from the 1968 comeback special. So, yeah, it was... He, oh, my gosh, all this. All, and then, of course, the jewelry, too. That was another thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. The high that he wore when he apparently thought he was Jewish. Well, his mom was Jewish. I know. There's That oh. is a 60... At the time, when he bought it, it was a $60,000 ring. I can't imagine what it I is I can't now. even imagine how much that cost now, other than the fact that it was Elvis's and yeah, worn just, by Elvis. Just, yeah. just taking that out of it. It's 16 carats and not mentioning all the gold. Well, and, and that's the thing is like with, like I was telling earlier about the cars and the motorcycles and boats, Elvis didn't have a garage. He, he had, had a carport. He had a carport. Now, I know all this so, wasn't there all, see, in, all, they're all the behind same glass time, and everything. But it's just like. <laughs> that's just some of them. But. Where would you put some of this stuff? You know? And I thought maybe the jumpsuits were also in his house too, but does it Larry, make you wonder? Like he must have had. What some... was the conversation like when they he decided to make that changeover to the jumpsuit thing? I want to change up the look a bit. What do you think, Onesie? Well, he probably said I want to do a jumpsuit because it's easier to, to yeah. deal with on stage. Right. You don't have to worry about pulling down a shirt and picking up your pants and. Yeah, but right. it takes two people to get you into it. Well, he had like a dozen. He had the Memphis, Memphis Mafia. Mafia. Yeah, yeah so they were helping him get into it, anyways. Easy to get into and out of. No. That's what he chose. I'm sure they had a whole lot of... Shaking going on? A whole lot of issues unique to those jumpsuits. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, oh, my God. Which is, that's... that's, uh, So, here's the picture of me in front of the gold record wall. Oh, yeah. That was... For scale. Uh, Larry for scale. Yeah. yeah. I mean... I I guess in this case, I'm the banana. Yeah. And then we also did... We also... um, Yeah. Uh There you go. There's me in front of uh, Graceland. Yeah, like I said, the only part we couldn't go is... Here's me behind Graceland. Oh, my gosh. Here's me above Graceland. Here's me with a cigar in my mouth. Not at Graceland. No. But it was was interesting, some of the, like I said, the rooms and everything. I mean, but Elvis did a lot of redecorating. Here's Darth Vader with Gene Simmons bass. But before before they actually moved... Where is that at? Oh, it's just a picture I found. I was going to say. There's the duckies at... uh, Oh, yeah, at uh, the the Peabody. Peabody. Yeah, that was... Everybody. That was cute, actually. And I was staring at you like, go away. <laughs> no, I was far enough away. There was just like this, the handler, he had told a huge story about how the, the whole ducks, thing got started. How it got started and everything. And I was like, I don't remember the story being told. Because they, they in don't Orlando, tell it in Orlando. You know? yeah. And then we also went to a distillery. That was one of the things we also did as well. Because Dave. Because of Dave. Because so. Larry wouldn't have any interest in that. Oh, I mean, I have interest in it, but, you know, he's the one who found it. But the thing was, is that we, there were certain sections. That's the only reason you went up there. (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, we didn't go to any breweries. Yeah. um, It's because he's he's a distiller now. He's still a brewer. But no, it's interesting because there's certain parts of of Memphis that were cleaned up, you know? Yeah, they're trying to turn it into a nice. Yeah, basically. 
Yeah, I mean, they're I'm, following your advice. No, they're doing what you say to do. No, because it's only like a block. Yeah, it's not. It's not just all one blocks. block at a time, man. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess some of the the, the places were had a view of the Mississippi River, which was yeah. low too, actually. No, no, it was it was high. Oh, it was high. Yeah, we we saw was mud was mud island. Oh, that's what we saw. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I guess and there's I homes and apartments and all that kind of shit on Mud Island. But yeah, no, we had. I have to say, we definitely had a good time. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Other than the shitty service at the hotel and the bums. Except for all the crap I just complained about. Except for everything I complained yeah, about, we still had, we actually had a lot of fun really, though. Really, like I said, just a lot. Redbirds of fun. game was great too. So. Yeah, that was actually. Well, if you're a Redbirds fan. I'm a Cardinals fan. If you're a fan of the other team, who wasn't something? No. I don't even know who they who who they're the triple A team of. So Charlotte. Oh, sure. Yeah. I don't know. Charlotte doesn't have a baseball team. Yeah, it's a play team. I mean, a pro team. Yeah, we don't know who the play team is. They're almost pro. Hey, well, this means like you pay for tickets. They're not major. Yeah. Either that pro team. Yeah, they're not major league. All right, so they're uh, just league. So there you go. They're not minor league. They're not major league. They're just league. no. They're minor league. Uh, so there you go. Um, that's uh our trip to Memphis. So, okay, uh, here. The Charlotte Knights are a minor league baseball team of the International League and the triple affiliate of the Chicago White Sox. Okay. There you go. Thanks. So there you go. Now, now, now All right, you know. All right, so uh, <laughs> you know. cue Elvis music. <laughs> And there you have it. Another episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast, done and done. I hope you liked the Memphis episode. I'm kind of hoping there's another one. It was a lot of fun. I will say that everything was great, except for the things I complained about. Graceland, amazing. Sun Records, amazing. Stax Records, it was amazing. I mean, everything was great, except for the fact that Beale Street is a dump. Nothing like Nashville's Broadway. All right, so for Chris, Marissa, in parentheses, and everybody else involved, I'm Larry saying, I'll find you. I'll find you very much. Uh-huh. Hey there, listeners. Larry here. If this is your first time listening, then, hey, how's it going? You're listening with a friend or just kind of ran into us. I can help you find us some more. You can find us by searching on Spotify or Podbean by typing in Achieving Reality in the search bar, or you can go on Facebook and type in Achieving Reality and find us that way. Thanks a whole lot and keep enjoying the show. We love y'all.